0: This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's Community Access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand on air.
1: Improve your health and well-being the natural way with the Medicine Man. Next on Plains FM. We'll drink
0: a drink a drink to Lily the pink the pink, the pink, the saviour of. Good morning everyone. This is Mike McCammon here. I'm the the medicine man, Christchurch, and I've brought one of my patients in today to uh, have a wee chat about um, a few things of interest, and uh, I have Blythe Dean in front of me. I've known Blythe for well over 20 years. He's one of my best mates, but he's also uh, a good advocate for herbal medicine. So um, when did I see you, Blythe? It was When did I first see you? Oh, it would have been 20, 25 years ago? 25 years ago, mm. yeah. Uh, and you came to see me in my clinic, and um, what was going on for you at that time? Well, the first
1: thing you did was put me on the table, because I had some skin lesions, which are basal cell carcinomas, <clears throat> and you put on your uh, blood root mix, and uh, we've been using it since. And what sort of
0: success you had with it? Right? Huh?
1: Great success. Mm. Uh, one basal cell on my chest. Uh, Mike had to put the uh, blood root on four times. That was a tough
0: one, I remember. Mm. Mm. But we got it, didn't it? We it's really perfect. got it. Yeah. Um, so, listeners, the blood root paste has been around for hundreds of years, but... Um, amazingly enough you don't actually read about it in the newspaper and you, when you go to the doctor you probably not hear about it anyway but we do have the largest rate of skin cancer in the world so it's a particular interest of mine and i've developed a particular poultice that selects only those cancer cells and eats them up is not it sounds quite an extraordinary thing doesn't it oh yeah. yeah uh i've had a
1: couple of pretty big holes in me and mm. uh with Mike's uh, comfrey uh, remedy, it regenerated the cell, mm. uh, the cells up to skin level. And then Mike's kawakawa uh, finished it off, healed it up, and you have some scar tissue left, but uh, the result is fantastic.
0: So here you go. Just to, to let your listeners know that we're talking about a basal cell carcinomas, which is basically... Skin cancer, and we're dealing with skin cancer without drugs or surgery or radiation or anything like it. We're doing a natural process that the American Indians actually knew about a long time ago. And I remember um, you talked about a particular poultice when you were there um, all those years ago. And I had a particular blood root poultice that was very effective, but um, I had some difficulty knowing how to make it up because it was very difficult to get in the country. And I think the first lot I got in was grabbed by customs so I lost a few thousand dollars on that one so I decided about time I made my own so uh, how did I, I I asked you didn't I and you with your background would you like to tell our listeners a little bit about your background your genetic background and how you managed to actually get the recipe for me well I'm interested because I can't remember all the details
1: I am a Canadian
0: by birth and
1: uh, I just happened to be in the eastern part of Canada on a holiday and I went to see uh, this lady who is a naturopath, and she saw my skin, and she referred me to a product called Herb vale 8, which is blood root, or it can also be known as red root. And like Mike said, the North American Indians used this as a poultice on any wound that wouldn't heal.
0: Hmm. Didn't you turn up with a recipe for me? How to make it?
1: I did. She, mm. as I say, she gave it to me when I was there.
0: Ah, that's how you got it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and, and you have some American Indian in you, don't you?
1: Well, some <coughs> Swampy Cree, which is swampy a, a Cree. sub-tribe of the Cree okay. nation in Canada. Mm. My grandmother was a... I better not say squaw, but she was an Indian
0: lady. Yes, then you don't use squaw around me, please. Indian lady or Indian woman or Native American. Mm, Very tight on that one. Squaw is not a pleasant term. It's not really a term of endearment, I believe. But anyway, you know that. Mm, Mm.
1: Definitely. To me,
0: uh, yeah,
1: that's, yeah. We'll just leave that one, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might say, listeners, that this is one of the fastest and fittest guys I know. Um, you know, it, 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 um, I was going to say your age, but you certainly um, don't look your age. Not really. Uh, and, and I've spent, you know, quite a bit of time with Blythe, especially yesterday. Um, and he runs around like a kid. Uh, he's, he's got this amazing vitality that's uh, very inspiring. So how do you do all that? How do you do that... Um, I know you're a natural man, but what do you reckon your secret is on on, on how come you're so sprightly, as I say? Hmm.
1: Oh, just trying to stay in the positive zone. Um, Negative thoughts can bring negative feelings, and your
0: body reacts to all that. So So you become what you think. Hmm. Pretty much. Hmm. You also have a good diet. You eat herbs.
1: Oh yeah herbs yeah, raw herbs uh, just
0: man uh, you you um just eat straight from a wild garden yeah yeah mm. you know dandelion plantain everything that everybody sprays mm. all the good stuff but they're not sprayed on your place are they definitely not yeah <laughs> <That's right. laughs> uh, the last the second to last time you came to see me we we I remember taking a um sample of your blood and we looked at it in the in the microscope and I put it on screen didn't I uh because you you had felt that you needed another visit and needed to get even better. I think that at the time you might have feeling a little bit jaded at that time, I'm not sure. But what, what did we see in the blood? Can you remember what we saw in the blood when we looked at that? You this know, is our live blood analysis, folks. <clears throat> when you brought it up on the screen, it looked
1: like um, bunches of grapes clogged up together. Now, I'd never seen live blood before, so I didn't know what was normal and what wasn't. Uh, Mike immediately, put me on his Mineral Max and his, uh, his blood purifier tonic. Um, I think it was three or four days later, uh, Mike took another blood sample, put it up on the screen, and instead of clumps of grapes, they were formations where the red blood cells were still stuck together in sort of L formations or T formations. And another three or four days later, we did another blood test and brought it up on the screen. And all the the red blood cells were just bouncing around. (laughs) (laughs) They were happy
0: chippies weren't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's astonishing sure to I. see, and, you, and we didn't need to use any silly Latin names or anything, did we? It was, it was like um, the way I look at this live blood analysis, and uh, we're, uh, we're, this is what part of what we do here in the clinic is we look at live blood straight away. We get, it, you know, a tiny little pinprick, one drop's all we need. Get straight into the microscope before it actually deteriorates or clots. You see, so the advantage of the live blood analysis is we can look at the blood like we'd look at a living stream. So if it looks like the Heathcut River some years ago when the old Skateboards and trolleys and junk in it, um, I look at the bloodstream as uh, as a, um, a living biosphere. you could say uh, it 's either going to be clean and happy or it 's going to be polluted it 's a very sort of um, simple way of looking at blood. so when we first looked at, Clive, at, at Bly's at blood, it was you know you know a bit chunky, I think it might have been falling by your program and not taken whatever you, you know whatever was happening at the time. And uh, the wonderful thing about the blood is that it will change pretty rapidly when you put it on the right program. So the blood, I love to do that because it shows me whether I'm on track or not. It's uh, not only for the patient's benefit to actually see what's happening. It's also a good thing for the practitioner to observe the changes, and that if we're going in the right direction with the herbal program or the the, the program that we put the patient on, and uh, like for within a few short days, we got your bloodstream almost clean, didn't we? Oh, in yeah. fact, it was pretty zippy. It yeah. was quite
1: amazing mm. actually mm. to watch them all bouncing around. Mm. And then the white cells came into being as well, free radicals. There was a few of them in there, and they started to dissipate and disappear. Mm. So
0: so the white blood cells look like very happy faces. And remarkably enough, the, that classic happy face, sometimes we see white blood cells that look just like that happy face. And, mm. and uh, on a blood-purifying regime... Uh, using the blood purifying herbs, um, those blood cells, those white blood cells can actually double in size. I've seen it and they go very bright. They go almost iridescent, don't they? And they shimmer. And you know that if you were a bug (laughs) or a microbe, um, if you met one of those guys, it's curtains for you. (laughs) You're out. You're out of the picture. Uh, So they scavenge and clean up your blood and and, uh, it's just remarkable that that old time herbalists, before they had microscopes, they classified certain herbs under certain properties and they had these herbs they called alteratives or blood purifying herbs. And uh, a remarkable thing is that of course some of these herbs are actually were used extensively by the American Indians. Many of the tribes used Echinacea for example. And we've got red clover in there and we've got sarsaparilla, and we've got burdock and dandelion, both the root and the leaf. And we've got that wonderful herb from Europe um, called licorice root. And uh, that, 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 as soon as you put licorice root with this particular herb in the right combinations with the other herbs, uh, it, it actually makes the formula five times more strong than if you're using the herb separately. So when you put things together in a team, it's like putting herbs together like we put people on the rugby field, you know, and we've got all the right guys there. You know, we've got the 15 men and if we leave one man out... You can pretty be sure, no matter how good they are, they're going to lose the game. And so what we do here in natural medicine is we put things in a team to make the program strong. And we do our best to give you an invincible immune system. And that's the most important thing that we need today. I'd like to let people know that, I'm, that I've been working with skin cancer uh, patients for uh, well over 20 years, 25 years, and I have to say that the herbal treatment for um, skin cancer, one of our most common uh, affections that we have here in a low-ozone country, uh, I, am, I am thoroughly impressed by the use of uh, herbal poultices. as many different, uh, what we call black poultices, herb valate just being one of them, uh, I like I make my own, of course, because I know how it works, and it seems to get in there more effectively. Uh, but the remarkable thing is, this is the most profound thing about herbal medicine, that all good herbalists know this, that herbs actually are intelligent. You know, They're living beings, even when we get them in the bottle, if we correct, correctly make them, they've still got a certain energy that's, that has wisdom, it has some will, and even a plant has a certain degree of emotion. Uh, But even more than that, it has biochemical action. When we know that biochemical action, uh, we can apply herbs to do just almost everything. They're just absolutely amazing. I'm not saying that surgery, I'm not saying that drugs, I'm not saying that radiation or chemotherapy is not um, relevant or not very useful. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that in certain, certain circumstances, we can actually deal with cancer without all those things. So the, the herbal mix for, for skin cancer, I, uh, I love to see people with skin cancers. I certainly choose whether to work with it or not. I know what I can do. And one of the things about a naturopath I always know is what I can't do. And so uh, that's the first thing that I like to know, whether I can do this and I can't do, and you, you bet you I'm gonna be honest about it. There's no investment for me uh, in being right or wrong. Uh, I just wanna be authentic with what we do and it's magnificent. So I love these herbal medicines. So that's just one thing that we do. Um, but there's a few other things we do, don't we? Um, I remember, uh, was it yesterday? You had a pretty severe back um, issue, yes, did you? What was I going on there, Bob?
1: T- well, hey, Mike, you seem to be, you amaze me. <laughs> yesterday I had, I guess you'd call it a sciatica nerve and I couldn't sit down. It was just so painful and everything. And uh, I thought I'd have to go to a chiropractor, an osteopath. The next thing, Mike had me on the table uh, doing some acupressure. And uh, I I couldn't believe the relief uh, that came by it. And uh, yeah, it's it's back a little bit today, but uh, I know that Mike is... Gonna do another treatment, and more, yeah. I have a feeling that uh, <laughs> it's gonna be gone because mm. it disappeared yesterday. But then I went for a car ride and sat too much, and it's it's come back to a little bit of a degree. And uh, yeah, I, I just can't believe all
0: the directions that Mike can cover. <laughs> Fun call it holographic medicine, holographic, you come at it from different angles. How long were you on the table for when I worked on that back of yours?
1: Oh, five minutes, yeah. maybe maybe seven.
0: Yeah, five to seven minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it was instant relief. When I got up, I could move, and, and I thought I could go for a car ride after that, which was uh, enjoyable, but... Uh, after the fact, it maybe wasn't the right thing to do. It
0: wasn't. Uh, yeah, we went too far, didn't we? We we drove quite a long way from Chrysler to Akaroa. It was late in the day, and, you know, yeah. We could have just stayed at home well, picking veggies and you know, <laughs> <laughs> having a good time. Yeah. Um, I don't.
1: have no doubt that uh, this won't be alleviated uh before very long today.
0: Well, I hope so too. We'll see what we can do there, Blythe. Now, um, I, I have to say, when you had that uh, back problem before you had, were on the table, I, I I saw you for five. I observed for five minutes. You lost your sense of humour, <laughs> and that's what pain can do. You know, that can you can really you lose your well being, and that's really what natural medicine about. Is you know, we're human beings. We're meant to be living in joy. You know. Uh, it doesn't have to be all this struggle. It's pretty silly when you see so much struggle going on. And what naturopathy does is look at the real conditions of, of human beings. And and the, the essence of a human being is pure love, right, and pure joy and a wonderful sense of humor. And the bottom line is, is not take too much or don't take anything too seriously. Um, all right, it's a serious business, but at the same time, we're 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 such amazing creatures. And the wonderful thing is if we get the physiology sorted and, and of course I love to sort it with herbs, but also the structure of our of our anatomy actually has an effect on the function of our organs and therefore the function of our brain, the function of our heart, kidneys, liver and so forth. So alignment of the spine is a very, very important thing and of course Christchurch I have to say I've got um, some of the finest osteopaths and chiropractors and physios and we've got people that do all sorts of wonderful things you have just got to know where to go. Um, but here in my practice, that aligning the structure, I have my own particular method uh, that fits into a, simplis- a simple kind of approach to realign the spine. So when you realign the spine, then the function of the organs start get, um, improving and, of course, the blood cell improves. You've got the herbs going in there. You've got the minerals going in there and then you get the smile on your face. It's very difficult to remove, isn't it?
1: Well, pain, as I say, is is one of my uh, life goals, to try and be (laughs) pain-free. And uh, thank goodness I know Mike, because uh, he has so much knowledge and experience that he can uh, treat anything, I think.
0: I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, I've got my limitations. I really do. But um, is it too cheeky to, to ask you your age so your listeners know? Or, uh, we, I don't think we have to do that, but just in case
1: well, it's, you feel uh, comfortable
0: because, of course, Blythe and me, we're ageless. Uh, <laughs> so it's a little bit of a myth, but, um, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm just about 73 years old,
0: but I feel about 35. Mm-hmm. And I can promise you the way I see this guy move, his vitality, his sharp mind, and uh, it's so inspiring to have you here. Bye, thanks a lot. Mm. Thank you, Mike. So to repeat again, and at risk of boring my audience here and boring you all to tears, the structure, the alignment of your body governs its function. uh, what that basically means, if you have any pain in your body or if your spine is out of, um, out of alignment, it will irritate a nerve that goes down about approximately a 45-degree angle to a particular other site. Um, for example, if you have a problem in the base of your neck uh, in the first thoracic vertebrae, you could have tingling arms or you could have pain in the arms. You could even have problems like carpal tunnel. Uh, so each area of the spine, uh, when the nerve is pinched, will actually create very real symptoms. And sometimes you, you may have had symptoms like uh, migraine headaches, for example, and really all it was was a pinched nerve in perhaps um, C1 or C2. It was a cervical vertebrae. Uh, and that's always uh, a very important as a naturopath that I make sure that the spine is aligning properly. If there's specialized things to be done, I send you to an osteopath or the appropriate specialist to actually get that particular one sorted out. If it's easy uh, and within my field of, of, of knowledge, knowing, I will do that myself. But, um, at all times, we, we, we know that the most important thing is first to do no harm. And that's something that naturopaths are very thoroughly trained in. First, do no harm. And if I feel there's any risk at all, I'll send you to someone else who's really good at this particular thing. So um, given that we have also been, especially now, we're looking more at the structure of your body, Blythe, um, the importance of the blood tonic's got some pretty profound uh, implications, hasn't it? Because you saw on the screen how when you used my blood purifying tonic, you saw how the blood cleaned up. But the, the interesting thing is the immunity also starts to get better. All sorts of things get nourished properly. And I believe that uh, when I first saw you, you were quite allergic to bee stings. Could you tell us the nature of that allergy? Like, How severe was your allergy to bee stings?
1: Oh, way up there. Mm. A bee sting would uh, knock me on my back for two or three days. And a uh, leg would swell up and... Yeah, all kinds of uh, discomforts. And uh, after uh, the blood tonic and the uh, Mineral Max, uh, if I got a bee sting, uh, of course, uh, uh, it wasn't near as severe. And along the way, Michael uh, taught me about uh, plantain, which is... A real spectacular uh, herb. Some people might say it's a naughty weed, but uh, on any kind of a sting, uh, it it just takes care of it. You just pick some plantain, which grows everywhere in the world. I might add, white man's foot. Yeah, and apply it, and make sure you leave it on there. Tape it on there so that, and just forget about it. And you won't have any after effect, no swelling, no inflammation. But uh, as I say, between uh, the blood root and the Mineral Max, uh, uh, bee stings uh, don't take me out like they used to.
0: Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful when you you know, and and, let's just give this a possibility, listener, if you're got allergies or intolerances, but particularly allergies to anything, um, as long as they're not really life-threatening, herbal medicine can do wonders. So what I've heard Blythe say, and of course I've heard this from a number of patients now, that um, some that were very allergic to bees, I think it was after probably three months or it might have been six months, it might have been a whole year, I can't remember because everyone's different, uh, on a blood tonic. Those sorts of things seem to miraculously disappear, which is rather remarkable, isn't it, that it's got a lot to do with the quality of your blood.
1: Yeah, Mm. and and folks might wonder uh, how I come by these bee stings or these wasp stings. And uh, I trot around or spend a lot of time in bare feet. So when you step on one of those little creatures, they nail you really good. So...
0: (laughs) Especially those wild bees, don't they? You ever been whacked by one of those ones? That black bee? <clears throat> well, I'm not sure. I don't usually get to see them because. <laughs> <laughs> but it is interesting. You you now spend quite a lot of time with a friend who's a, a beekeeper, and you spend a lot of time with honey and bees now, don't you? Yes, I do. Whereas in the past, that would be a pretty risky thing to do, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, mm. it would. So, <laughs> so um, if our listeners, if anyone wants to know about um, my treatment for for bee stings on the acute, um, just go to White Tail Spider. Um, just try Googling that, because a lot of the time, one of my articles on white spiders and what to do about the white-tailed spider bite, the white-tailed spider carries a particular bacteria that some people are quite susceptible to. And uh, I did have a patient came, came in, and his arm was quite swollen, and it was going black, purple and black, and that's pretty dangerous stuff. And whatever he had taken, this wasn't doing anything, so we applied the plantain poultice. And holy cow, within... A few days, the black was gone, and uh, there was just a normal arm. It was just, I'll never forget that. There's many times in my work I wished I was a bit more happy with the camera. I wish I had taken pictures of these things. I've only become aware now I've got a really good camera, and I'm starting to take before and after pictures, which I will put on my website eventually. But white Spider bite will tell you a lot about plantain, um, or you could put Mike McCammon or New Zealand Herbal's White-tailed spider. Or go onto my website and look under testimonials. You might find it there. Um, so, yeah, when you have a clean bloodstream, you're quite resistant to um, to the bites of certain insects. And I think last time I was talking about plantain. So um, just to reiterate that plantain is one of the most common, if not the most common, herbs that travel around the planet. And uh, it's wonderful for uh, insect bites, all sorts of insects. Um the white-tailed spider, if you blend it with honey, right? If you mix it with honey, it's fantastic for white spider bite. Uh, if you just don't have any honey on hand and you've had a bite, you get some plantain you stuff it in your mouth and munch it all up into a sort of a mushy mess and hold it over the sting. It's always good to leave it there for the rest of the day, but usually within the count of 10, the, the, the pain will be gone and you leave it for the rest of the day and maybe the night to just suck out any remaining poison. So uh, herbs to the rescue yet again. So thanks very much for listening, chaps. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is The Medicine Man. If you want to get hold of me, uh, the phone number at work is 332-1786 or um, just pop into my website, www.nzherbal.com or New Zealand Herbals. And it's fantastic to come here and talk to you this morning. And I wish you well and have a happy day and drive safely.